0: A very good evening to you. along once again to Sweet and Swing here on Max Radio. My name's Howard Kane. Friday evening, a pleasure to have your company. This evening, we're looking more at what is this thing called love? It's been a good little collection, hasn't it? Looking at the works of Jimmy Van Heusen. Might keep that one in the bag for a week or two. More from Enter Early black British swing jazz to start off, a little bit of this man, Wolf Phillips. a good way to get going, isn't it? My baby just cares for me, of course. Wolf Phillips and his swing stars. Who he, you say? Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you think, he's my favorite been listening to him for 50 years, or somewhere in between. Either way, a great character, interesting life, like so many. It's difficult to find, to be honest. It's difficult to find a band leader from this era who didn't have an interesting life. They all make my life look like, well, just... Dull, beyond belief, when you see how much they packed in and what they did and living round the world. And, uh, yeah, Wolf Phillips is no exception to that. Now, whilst you might not know Wolf, you'll probably know his brother, Sid. Sid Phillips, yeah, somewhat more famous. They're all three brothers, all very talented. Sid, Ralph, Harry, uh, four brothers, I think, in fact, wasn't it? Sid, Ralph and Harry, yeah, um, and Wolf as well. Why it was called Wolf, I don't know. It sounds, um, you might know the answer... It sounds like he's going to be Canadian or American, doesn't it? Sid and Ralph and Harry, all very British names, Then Wolf with two O's, W-O-O-L-F, Wolf Phillips. If you know the answer to that, let me know. Howard Cain at maxradio.com, as always. Anyway, he was born in England, not America or Canada, in 1919 in this large musical family, uh, and his elder brothers, like said Sid, Ralph and Harry, all did very well in the music careers. But Wolfe was no slouch, far from it, possibly one of the best, although maybe didn't get quite the exposure that Sid did, I don't know. So at 14 he became a staff arranger for the music publishers Campbell Connolly. Uh, a wonderful piece, this was in the Telegraph on his obituary. Uh, Telegraph, always great, on oh, no, obituaries, sounds a bit miserable, but they published books full of them. Uh, the old maestro used to love them, I must admit, but uh, he died, yes, in 2003... Uh, and he learned from Sid, of course, being the youngest, always was very handy. Uh, who was, Sid was chief arranger for the Ambrose Orchestra. So Wolf learned how to write and sketch orchestrations. His first full arrangements was recorded by Ambrose, who just assumed it had been written by Sid. That's how good he was. I guess he'd taken over very quickly indeed. At the age of 16, having mastered the trombone, as we heard there in uh, My Baby Just Cares For Me, he joined the uh, Ambrose Orchestra Wolf. Then after a spell with Joe Loss, at 18, he became the featured jazz trombone soloist in the Jack Hilton Orchestra. So played with the likes of Coleman Hawkins, who became a lifelong friend. Rapidly became one of the best jazz trombonists in post-war Britain, along with uh, George Chisholm. I say post-war, probably pre-war as well, I'd imagine. Great demand for jazz shows and recording work and did the bandwagon and such like. Uh, played with Sid Phillips in his quintet and uh, with the US Navy band. Became Harry Roy's main arranger. Became very close friends and uh, an associate with Glenn Miller. Yeah, I mean, you name it, He uh, Wolf Phillips played with them. After leaving the army, he uh, joined Geraldo as one of uh, a triumvirate with uh, Robert Farnon and uh, Angela Moore, Morley as well, led his own big band, uh, played with George Shearing. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. You look at the list of artists with whom he worked, and uh, I'll just rattle a few names off you might recognise. The Marx Brothers, Laurel and Hardy, Frank Sinatra, Judy Garland, Bob Hope, Jack Benny, Danny Kaye, Betty Hutton, Ella Fitzgerald, Maurice Revalier, Noel Coward, Nat King Cole, Duke Ellington... It just goes on and on and on and on. It's just just ridiculous, the amount he actually managed to pack in. Claims to fame, he was the only man on the planet to conduct a big band with Duke Ellington at the piano and Benny Goodman at the clarinet. Can you imagine that? That would have been worth seeing, wouldn't it? I mean, that is, well, I don't know, I just think that's amazing. Also conducted the very final appearances of both Max Miller and George Formby, back in the day. But no, he wasn't finished in the 50s. He moved out to the Pigalle in France, where he conducted the first British appearance of Sammy Davis Jr. He wrote the theme tune for the TV show What's My Line, and got to work extensively then in film and television and radio, hosted several goon shows for his next-door neighbour in the Pigalle, Peter Sellers. (laughs) I mean, yeah, are you beginning to feel like your life hasn't really started yet? If that wasn't enough, uh, very keen on cricket uh, to the extent that, in fact, if he hadn't gone down the musical career, he could have been a cricketer because he was offered a contract by Lancashire in 1938. But he moved out to Los Angeles before he uh, finished in the mid-1960s and uh, became the captain of the California Cricket Association. Yeah, I rest my case. I mean, how do you get all that into one life? I mean, I feel I'm fairly busy at times, and you read something like that and you think, I haven't even started.
1: Tie your troubles to the tail They'll be blown away by a merry gale Go fly a kite Toss your worries to the wind And they won't come back They'll be too chagrin Go on, make friends with the sky Have a talk with the sun it's the bright way to live, if you pardon the pun. Go fly a kite, and you'll imagine you're a king, because you got your world on a piece of string. Go tie your troubles to the tail, they'll be blown away by a merry gale. Mm-hmm.
2: Go fly kites and
1: toss your worries to the wind, and they won't come back, they're gonna be too chagrined. Go on, make friends with the sky, have a talk with the sun. It's the bright where you live If you'll pardon the pun I'd like to see you fly, fly, fly a kite And you'll imagine that you were the king Cos you've got your world on a piece of... I run out of string
0: If you fly a kite on Douglas Head in recent days, they might have taken off, I dare say. Bing Crosby, of course from some of his more sentimental sides the sentimental side of Bing Crosby go fly a kite I haven't done that for ages, have you? I used to quite like a bit of kite flying from time to time I had one at one stage I remember which was like a giant I was going to say gnat it wasn't a gnat it was like a dragonfly I think it was it actually had a body like a big dragonfly and then the wings rotated and it sort of hung in the air it was very good actually I I think the wings flew off in the end they were plastic wings, like, sort of big, uh, they span round very quickly, and I think one of them eventually shot off and disappeared, never to be seen again. It didn't fly after that. <laughs> but I also had some standard kites, and when you used to be able to get those two-string kites, because the one on one string, you just sort of get up there and just hold the string like Winnie the Pooh, don't you? The ones with two strings, you could get, like, the Japanese kite flyers, where you, you could go whizzing around, do loop the loops and things if you were clever, until they all got tangled up, and that was it. You'd spend the rest of the day trying to... Disentangle the two pieces of the uh, two pieces of string. Great fun, though. You occasionally do still see children coming up with their mums and dads onto Douglas Head to fly a kite, which is sort of gives you hope for the future, doesn't it? They're not all just stuck in their iPads and phones all the time. Bing from his sentimental side, uh, as well, and uh, before that, a bit of Ivy Benson, no stranger to the Isle of Man. of course, many a season. I played her because I was chatting to Morris Powell the other day, who does, of course, a little light music on a Thursday evening. Always a wonderful uh, listen, if you haven't tried him out before. Same time on Max Radio here, 9 o'clock Thursday evening, a little light music with Morris. And we cross over from time to time. He obviously does more classics, but because it's light music, he sometimes does some popular numbers, which might well feature in Sweet and Swing. Vice versa, I dare say. And he's a great fan of the time, of the peak period of the Isle of Man when the Villa Marina was packed during the summer, and there'd be bands over. So you'd have Joe Loss over for the summer, or you'd have Ivy Benson here with her all-girl band. And we recorded a bit of a special about that, uh, yet to be aired, still in the vaults, as they say. But I believe it's coming up in the next month or two. So yes, a special where Morris and I went down to the Villa and sort of chatted, actually in the Royal Hall, about some of the great bands like Ivy who would have performed there and how busy it would have been back in the day to get a little bit of try to get a little bit of that atmosphere. We couldn't sit out in the deck chairs. It was early early this year and it was peeing down with rain. I seem to recall them pretty cold. Difficult, as Morris said, to sum up the idea of hundreds of people lounging in deck chairs listening to a band in the garden, but that's the joy of radio. Close your eyes and pretend, and we'll try and do the rest. Singing uh, with Ivy was Kay Yorston, who I thought, I must admit, Kay Yorston... Doesn't ring any bells particularly. Um, and even the Book of Words has one line on K. Austin says. Singer with Ivy Benson's all-girl band. Or one-time or part-time singer. One of the singers, I think it says. I think there were several who were vocalised. She had a good voice, though, didn't she? Very good voice. And I know one or two of Ivy's band were still around a year or two back. I bought a book about Ivy quite recently. i have been re- dipping into in and out of it. And I remember hearing a wonderful thing on Radio 4 with a couple of the girls, and I say girls, there were girls when they joined Ivy in their late teens. Now, uh, I think they're in their in the late 80s. One of them was still playing bass, I think. Um, <laughs> down in a home somewhere on the south coast of England, not the Isle of Man, not in Port Erin, But yeah, wonderful. And the lives, the stories they had, wow, it would have been great to have talked to them, real characters. But yeah, uh, Kay Yorston great voice, but uh, nothing more than that. One line in the footnotes of history, recorded in 1943, would you believe. Here's one I found rummaging around. In the racks, I still haven't got them into alphabetical order, but if I did, this one would come under A for Antony, Ray Antony. was a bit different, wasn't it? Ray Anthony. I haven't featured Ray for quite some time on the programme. He has been on before, definitely, but not for a wee while. Another great character, his real name, of course, was Antonini. Ray Antonini was what he was born over in Pennsylvania back in the early 20s, but took the name Ray Anthony. because I think it sort of had a snappier feel to it. And another one, uh, just flipping through the uh, wonderful little book that actually comes with this one, you know, how it is with CDs. You remember CDs, Grandad? Um, with the liner notes some of them are just nothing just pictures and very little else and others give chapter and verse and this one has a happy little mix some great pics of Ray in his prime a lovely one I'm looking at here with Ray Anthony with his trumpet in his hand and next door to him looking they look like they're in the middle of a bit of a chat or sharing a joke a very dapper looking man in a nice uh, trilby hat sort of a loose necked shirt with tie nice jacket a nice waistcoat as well fag in hand Frank Sinatra. Marvellous. And then some great shots afterwards with the likes of Doris Day and, oh, Marilyn Monroe and, oh, all sorts of people there. Really living the high life back in the 50s, late 40s, 50s, with the band over in the States. And again, mixing with everyone, a super sort of... I don't even know who that actually is underneath him there with... Mamie Van Doren, who's looking very, very seductive indeed and leaning towards him in a seductive manner. And he's... (laughs) Going to say he was holding onto his horn. I'll say he's holding onto his trumpet and leaning back as if to say, Whoa, what are you doing? (laughs) Wouldn't get away with it these days, would you? Slaughter on 10th Avenue, part one and two, that is called. Yeah, no, I don't know either. There's probably something I'm missing altogether on that one. It's a compilation of various tracks, uh, as is the whole CD, it's a mixture of some of his um, famous, famous times. He says, A great idea this was, he writes in the liner notes. There are so many people who'd love to relive the years of their favourite artists from their beginning to the present day. And I think that's what the aim of this CD compilation was. Ray Antony, The Collector's Series. I'll keep that one in the bag, shall I? Something a bit different. Fine player. Absolutely fine player. And again, played with so many with of the greatest on the other side of the Atlantic, obviously. He stayed there, I think. But it uh, started out playing... Again, very young, five years old, with the Antonini Family Orchestra, playing a cornet, which his dad had given, and his dad played the baritone horn, and the orchestra performed at elementary schools and weddings and parties around Cleveland, Ohio, playing mostly, as you might imagine, with the name, Italian music, polkas and such like. And then after getting his musical talents honed, at an early age, it was then he had his big break, working with Glenn Miller. In 1939, the Miller band burst into musical prominence with a great performance at the famous Glen Island Casino in New York. And Glenn tried Ray out on lead trumpet and offered him a job on the spot, I think. Ray told Miller that if he could get out of his current contract with Al Donahue, he'd return to New York City with him. And Miller, Miller apparently didn't believe that could convince Donahue, And so gave the, gave the job to Billy May. Oh, well. He got there in the end, though. Had a big break there and did very well. We'll keep that one in the bag. Keep that one in the bag. Enser, We're keeping this as well. We've been dipping in and out of Enser, The complete concerts on a couple of CDs. Complete with all the crackles and the sound. All right, live radio recordings. Gives you the feeling of what it might have been like. The Dreamer. The
3: Dreamer. The Dreamer. I reckon that's my name since you've gone away. But how am I gonna hold you? Less I dream all day. All the long and miserable days, they call me the dreamer. They tell me it's a shame how late. I see, but how am I going to see you less I dream, 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 dream? So I walk among the trees like I didn't have a chore to do. Then I let that summer breeze. Come and kiss me Like a real and true Kiss from you The dreamer, the dreamer I reckon that's my name Why it. What for? I wanna stay a dreamer Till you're home once more Till you're home and waken me Tonight it seems my sweetheart comes to God, oh, Lord, he's so charming, strong and tall, it's alarming how I fall, he's my ideal, but then he isn't real and I'm a fool, but I'm Oh,
0: Yes indeed, applause, applause, why not? Fantastic voice of Eva Beynon singing there back in the wartime years with Ensor. Every night something appalling, was it? Something atrocious I think it was, wasn't it? Um, yes, very glamorous, looking like a lot of the singers were back in those days, uh, Eva Banen Joined Henry Hall in 1943 while still in her teens and toured with him for a... Uh, about four years after that. Also played with Nat Allen and Billy Turnant, broadcasting with Billy right up until the 1950s. Singing there with Ensa during the war, keeping the troops entertained, which, frankly, was all about keeping spirits up and, it has to be said, quite often putting themselves at a fair amount of risk as well. Not an easy thing to do, to perform, when you think you might be blown up, which, frankly, was quite often the case. You forget that, really, isn't it? You can listen now with rose-tinted uh, spectacles and think, oh, yes, yeah, all very nice, very lovely. But, yeah, it wasn't, was it? Happily I wasn't there, but maybe one or two of you were. Who knows? Any thoughts, in any case, anything you'd like to hear? As always, drop me a line. Always happy to hear. Howard Kane at maxradio.com. C-A-I-N-E. Howard Kane at maxradio.com. Uh, if you'd like to... I was going to say put pen to paper, but it's not really. It's put finger to... <laughs> Finger to phone or finger to computer or however you want to do it. If you would prefer to put pen to paper, I don't know, like John, uh, John over in uh, Peel there, I think it is, isn't it, uh, Shen Valley? Hello to you, John. Hope you're listening and uh, are keeping well. But if you'd rather put pen to paper, pen to card, pen to whatever, and uh, drop me a line with any thoughts, anything you'd like to hear, then uh, the address, easy enough, it's Howard, sweet and swing, of course. but sweet and swing also, I know what it is. Howard, Sweet and Swing, Manx Radio, Broadcasting House, Douglas Head, Douglas Isle of Man, and the postcode, I'm just checking it now because I usually get it wrong, don't I? I-M-1-5-B-W. I-M-1-5-B-W. We mentioned Coleman Hawkins earlier on, being a friend of Wolf Phillips, I think they had a lifelong friendship. Uh, I thought, why not a bit of Coleman Hawkins? So, a bit of a longer one. You can put your feet up to this and enjoy... Coleman Hawkins <laughs> Oh, Hope you enjoyed that as much as i did want to lengthen out lay back like i said whack your slippers on or take them off if you've got them on already <laughs> kick them off with wild abandon but well, a lovely l- late nightish feeling appropriately enough because the album from which it's taken is called night hawk hawkins yeah see what he did there night hawk coleman hawkins on tenor sax eddie lockjaw davis also on tenor tommy flanagan piano the great ron carter bass, Gus Johnson providing nice brushwork at the drums. Sweet and Swing, H with you through until the top of the hour. Still the time for a bit of our uh, Black British Swing. Some of the great pioneers of early Black British jazz who were, well, unsung heroes in many ways of the scene. Uh, and also, I don't think we've done our love yet, have we? What is this thing called love? Well, it is the weekend, after all. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll leave that on there, I think, in any case. Uh, before that, I mentioned the works of... Jimmy Van Heusen. Moonlight Becomes You. Another one I've dusted a bit of uh, Well, I think it might be Pigeon Muck, but who knows. Dust off the top of it. Been there for a while in any case. and Don't think we've played this for quite some time. The songs of Jimmy Van Heusen. Original mono recordings between 1938 and 1947. Stuff like this one.
4: Mary Smith had a college education Sally Jones had a scientific streak Susie Brown used to lecture on ancient architecture. Josie Green spoke Latin and Greek. Just forgotten girls with forgotten brains while history explains. When Madam Pompadour was on a ballroom floor, said all the gentlemen, obviously. The madam has the cutest personality. And think of all the books about Du Barry's looks. What was it made for the toast of Barry? She had a well developed. Personality. And what did Romeo see in Juliet or Piroux, in Piroux or Jupiter, in Juno? You know. And when Salome danced and had the boys entranced, no doubt it must have been easy to see. That she knew how to use her personality A girl can learn to spell and take dictation well And never sit on the boss's settee Unless she's got a perfect personality a girl can get somewhere in spite of stringy hair Or even just a bit bold at the knee, If she can show a faultless personality And why are certain girls offered certain things Like sable coats and wedding rings By men who wear their spats right
2: that's
4: right, it's so right. So don't you say I'm smart and have the kindest heart. Oh, what a wonderful sister I'd be. Just tell me how you like my personality.
0: Very nice too. I don't know whether I know that one that well. Great number, great track, great singer as well, of course. Dinah, sure singing Personality, one of the songs of Jimmy Van Heusen, who, again, prolific at songwriter, and I just found this little collection lurking on the shelves. Um, it didn't look like it had been seen uh, in action for quite some time, so I thought it was about time to uh, bring it out and do something with it. son of a building contractor, and he was um, born in New York State in the early part of the, well, the first 20 years of the 20th century and had great musical talent early doors, as firstly all these people seem to, I must admit, uh, so many of them seem to be almost child prodigies when it comes to that. Legend has it that uh, Frank Sinatra would happily have swapped places with the pianist, composer, publisher, Oscar-winning songwriter, entrepreneur, amateur and noted general extrovert Edward Chester Babcock. But as the record stands, Frank Sinatra remained Sinatra, if only to be royally supplied with a long and consistent stream of hits from the pen of Babcock's songwriting alter ego, yes, you've guessed it, Jimmy Van Heusen. We'll come back to more of that in future weeks. Why not? But if I don't uh, rabbit on too much now about Jimmy Van Heusen, then we won't get in our last couple of bits and pieces, and we haven't yet had our bit of black. British jazz from the early part of the twentieth century, England's own jazz from the thirties and forties, unsung heroes in many ways. This man was quite well known, a giant, quite literally. He was six foot four, uh, and a wonderful man, a great band leader as well. Ken Snakehips Johnson. This is just Ken Johnson's rhythm section with something we could do with, really, at this time of the year. Blue skies.
1: that holds so sweet a smile for me. Were you not mine, how dark the world would be. I know no light above that could replace love's radiant sunshine in your dear face. Give me your smile. In your eyes, life could not hold a fairer.
0: to a good way to finish off this evening of course, something from our What Is This Thing Called Love collection. Tommy Dawson in his orchestra with the unmistakable voice of Frank Sinatra. Before that the rhythm section from Ken Snakehips Johnson's band living it up with the blue skies from our black British jazz anthology we've been looking at. Might get some blue skies this weekend. Might not. <laughs> I'll leave that with you. However, that more or less it up from me for another week. The good news is, blue skies or no, I will be back with my own blue skies. Same time, same place, next week. Look after yourselves. I'll see you then. Cheerio.